This is HPR episode 2202 entitled Makers on YouTube. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 25 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, I am trying to learn to make various things and I'm watching YouTube to find information. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello and welcome to Hacker Public Radio. This is Dave Morris and today I'm going to talk to you about my interest in making things and makers on YouTube. Now, we're a bit short on shows just now, so this is basically a list, which I guess is a slight cheat, but hopefully uh, it'll be of interest to some people. So I've uh, prepared some long notes where I've gone into a bit of detail about the various YouTube channels and stuff and um, but I'm not going to go I'm not going to read the whole stuff just talk briefly about things if you want to drill down more you can look at my notes or you can um, go and have a look at the, the channels themselves if you want to so I guess I've been a maker of some sort though I probably prefer watching other people make things to be honest I've been been doing that sort of stuff all my life. I was born and brought up in the 1940s and 50s when the UK was recovering from World War II and most of the people in my family and and uh, friends and you know children of my parents friends and stuff made stuff and repaired stuff. Everybody probably anyway had clothes where there were patches on them because, you know, clothes are expensive. There was still rationing when I was small. My dad was very much into shoe repair. He was quite good at uh, being a DIY cobbler. And most people grew their own food as well. Most people had enough garden space to do it, and if they didn't, they had access to allotments, and so on and so forth. So it was a, it was a different time, though. I sense that that time is coming back. Anyway, I... As I say in my notes, I've not been that good at making stuff. I'm not exactly a skilled craftsman, but I have made some basic things like I made myself a an easy chair some time ago. I've built cupboards and um, wardrobes and storage solutions for the house, built the kids a, a hutch for their pet rabbit and guinea pig and also an outdoor run for it and all that sort of thing I'm sure lots of people know what I'm talking about and probably have done the same sort of thing when I went to school and I went to a grammar school it was in the days when the UK had a three-tier system grammar school was the highest level secondary modern was the the next level down which you you were sent to if you didn't get the exam for grammar school and then there were there were technical schools and colleges where you went to learn mm, hand 
metalwork and woodwork, I guess, and and all sorts of other things, which which seems it was a bizarre system, and it it folded not too long after I finished. I came through it, but anyway, at the grammar school, it was mandatory that all the boys learned metalwork and woodwork. We'd have n years of woodwork and n years of metalwork. Can't remember how many now. But we learned how to use hand tools, power tools, to a limited extent. Uh, they weren't hand-held power tools much. It was all things like drill presses and automatic saws and things like that. We knew how to make joints in wood. We could do basic metal work, like a little bit of blacksmithing. Not much, though. Uh, we, we learned to solder big things. We brazed things and so on and so forth. So that was all fine and great. It was good to have. I, I don't know that kids in the UK today get as much as that, although they obviously do get some technical skill. But um, mostly I've used the woodworking stuff rather than the metalworking, though I done a f- do quite a lot of soldering these days. So myself, I, I stopped watching TV in 2013 and found that I preferred listening to podcasts and reading and so on. Never been much of a YouTube user until fairly recent times. And then I discovered um, various YouTube channels that cover making things of various sorts. The sort of people that I follow are those who are makers in the sense of woodworkers and metal workers, often artists who uh, who have broadened their, their skills um, and uh, that sort of thing. So I thought I'd go through my list of some of my favourite channels just to maybe see if anybody else is interested in the in the subject so a lot of the makers that i've subscribed to nowadays earn their living on youtube not all of them there are a few hobbyist uh, people and what i've done in my list is i have grabbed the channel description off their channels and put that into the list or at least a, a subset of it sometimes they're quite long so i've grab the first sort of paragraph and I've also added my own small summary of uh, of things so what I'll do is I'll go through these fairly quickly for fear of making a long boring list and uh, leave you to to dig deeper if you want to so my first channel that I subscribed to with an interest in people making things I guess was Paul Sellers channel he seems to he's, he's quite an old guy he's similar age to me in his 60s and he um he makes all manner of wooden items i guess he's been a teacher um at various times in his life he makes his living that way and he had a series on his channel talking about how you could make your your own woodworking workbench using the sort of pretty nasty wood that you can buy in uk diy stores Getting hold of good good wood in the UK is difficult. It's possible, but it's amazingly expensive. And you will not find it uh, to any great degree in the, the DIY stores. It's hard even to come across um, sheet goods of any quality either, in my experience anyway. MDF, yeah, sure. Chipboard, which is, um, I don't know what you call it in America, but uh, it's made of sort of wood chips stuck together with glue plywood to some extent but it's not very good mostly in my experience anyway maybe it's a local thing i don't know his episodes are long and detailed he talks about all manner of things 
fixing up tools, sharpening things, um, making basic woodworking joints, etc., etc. They are long and very detailed, but if you want to learn how to do stuff rather than just be entertained, then um, it's... And there's nothing wrong with being entertained. Uh, but uh, if you really want to learn the stuff, then he's the place to, to go to, I think. Next is Frank Howarth. Now, he's, he does his... Runs his channel as a hobby. Doesn't make his living with it. But he is um, he's trained as an, archi- an architect, and but his woodworking and design skills are brilliant, which I guess is is something that might follow on from the architecture. He is also amazingly good at making videos. He is good at making stop motion things. So his he has uh, his project self-assemble in stop motion which is I, I, I still find enormously amusing but then I guess I'm easily amused he has and here's, here's the thing that makes him stand out to me anyway he's probably got the best workshop of any of the, the various makers certainly the best I've ever seen and he bought he and his wife bought a house with building a workshop or obtaining a workshop um, very very high on their agenda and he has built the most superb uh, shop, and he has populated it with his his other hobby, which seems to be collecting old workshop machinery. So he's got multiple radial arm saws, which he has brought back from the, the dead, in many cases, uh, and uh, built them into his workshop. Just amazing. If you're at all interested in this type of thing, I would strongly recommend you go and look at his um, workshop build video series Jimmy DeResta is my third choice he is um, an artist and a maker he, I think he, he started as a graphic graphic artist graphic designer not quite sure but anyway he's incredibly skilled he's been at, he's been at it for quite some time um, he's based in New York he has a strange workshop sort of down some stairs from the, the pavement somewhere I'm not quite sure where He also has a place in upstate New York where he does quite a lot of other work. He seems to be able to make stuff in any medium and solve pretty much any problem. And he does some brilliant videos about what he's doing. He's he's one of the few makers I've found to have a Wikipedia page, so he does rank pretty high. I think he's he's had a he's had several T V shows in the past, though he's walked away from T V now. So apart from Paul Sellers, people I've mentioned so far are all in the States. Matthias, I think you pronounce his name is the next one, Matthias Wandel. He's based in Canada, and his name is German, his German ancestry. He, I believe, trained as an engineer and worked for RIM, who now called BlackBerry, for, for some time. So he's a programmer and an engineer. But now he does, he, he does a lot of woodwork, he, and I think he makes his living on YouTube. He, this particular thing is that he builds his own workshop machinery, um, I think a lot of other people do this now, but in many cases they point at Matthias's original stuff as as a an inspiration, or indeed they've used his his uh, plans that he he sells. One of the particular machines he invented was a thing called a Panther router, which is a, a a router router we'd say in the UK, but which is mounted sideways on a pantograph, which is a a hinged structure which you can make move in various directions so um, he's created this device in, in wood his machines are often made made in uh, primarily in wood except where it's completely inappropriate to do so and uh, but his 
his design has been turned into um, a, a, a metal device, which is pretty expensive, but amazingly good. It's great for making mortise and tenon joints and, uh, and all manner of other things. He particularly m- designs and makes gears out of wood using plywood, and he's written his own software which will generate plans for these gears. It's a Windows-based thing, I think, but still pretty damned impressive that uh, that he can do this. And then he cuts them out on his bandsaw and, and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, very advanced. It seems somebody who's doing engineering in wood. It's, it's fairly rare, I thought. Next we have a channel called I Like to Make Stuff. Uh, Bob Claggett is the owner, and he um, he's, he's all, he makes things in all, all manner of materials. He's a he has he's originally a programmer, so he does quite a lot of projects involving Arduinos and um he's got a three D printer and that type of stuff. He's got a CNC as well. A lot of these guys have CNCs these days. It's fairly small tabletop devices, but still. But he's he's got into welding and uh, makes some interesting stuff out of metal and he makes a lot of wooden stuff, but a lot of other materials as well, including three D printed stuff. Next is Matthew Caramona, and he is the most exquisite woodworker, I think, of them all. He does some absolutely superb work, particularly beautiful dovetail-jointed things. But his particular skill is he has access to a forest area owned by a friend where he uh, fells trees and... Use, has been using various ways of milling them into into boards. I think he's used a chainsaw mill in the past. But in recent times, he's taught himself to weld, and he's been collecting trees from all sorts of sources. Seems in the in the states, I don't think it's quite the same here. When a tree is felled from maybe storm damage or or something like that, often people have got nothing to do with them, and you can pick them up off Craigslist and stuff. And he's built himself a device for hauling them away, and uh, and also he's currently in the he's got a garden full of massive great tree trunks, and he's uh, currently building himself a huge bandsaw mill uh, onto which he can place these things. I'm intrigued to see how, <laughs> and uh, he's going to cut them up into into boards. Um, it's nearly ready to to go, I think, but uh, it's uh, it's an electric device. It's utterly astonishing that somebody could come up with that design and build it from from the ground up you know with with very little in the way of previous uh, knowledge is it's just amazing this is why i like watching these guys because you, you can you can you know there's a there's a sort of human angle as well as the informational side of it that i find fascinating i also watch jay bates he's a USA based guy as well and he does a lot of interesting woodwork and he's been getting into some fine woodworking projects where he does some really high quality uh, joints and and that sort of thing he's just been making particularly beautiful boxes out of maple and walnut which look really 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 good and they're they're you know they're made to a very high standard indeed the next guy, John Peters, his channel's called John Peters Art and Home. He's a woodworker primarily, but he's also an artist. So he does painting and, and, and that type of stuff. He makes his own frames, etc., etc. But And he's also turned his hand to metalwork. Uh, so he does some high-quality stuff. He, he um, sells his products 
rather than a lot of these YouTube guys um, make it to demonstrate, make things to demonstrate them on their channels. But they don't ever sell them. But he, he's certainly in the business of selling his art and his right. uh, his constructions. There's a lot of stuff on his channel, including everything from beekeeping to, to painting and cooking and making furniture. Next is Make Something, which is owned by a guy called David Picciuto. And he's a woodworker who has some very interesting and original design ideas. And um, he does quite a lot of videos on what he's what he's doing based around a cnc um, and a laser cutter which is an interesting thing and recently a 3d printer has come on the scenes and he, he makes sort of furniture and and other sorts of devices he sells stuff at craft fairs so he's often talking about what he's making for that next is a guy in canada who is in the French, I'm not quite sure where exactly where he is, but it's in a French-speaking area. It's Alain Valancourt, and, and he, I can hardly understand his French. <laughs> Canadian French is it's really, really difficult if you only know basic schoolboy French, as I do. Anyway, he calls himself the woodpecker, and which is le gosse de bois in French. I had to say that, because, you know. He's bilingual and he does videos in French with English subtitles, interestingly, and also in English with English subtitles in case you don't understand his accent. Though I, I don't think he has much of an accent personally. He's a hobbyist. Uh, he's also built himself a large workshop which uh, is documented on his channel. I, I, again, I quite enjoy watching that one. He's mainly a woodworker and does quite a lot of uh, different projects for the house and... Uh, for his presents at Christmas and that that type of thing. One of the things about him is he does sometimes make some pretty awful mistakes um, trying to do work on a lathe, for example, and having his his project shatter into pieces. And he just documents them and says, you know, look, guys, don't do this, which I think is very brave of him. Within the past year or so, I've been following April Wilkerson, who who is um, came to woodwork and DIY relatively recently a couple of years I guess and um, she's developing some great skills and uh, making all sorts of domestic projects and that type of stuff so it's woodworking and metalworking and she's certainly prepared to take on some very challenging projects. Nick Ferry is my next one based in the USA he, he does some some very cool projects in in wood and is good with hints and tips about how to do this type of thing. The next channel is called Darbin Orva, which everybody's puzzled about because the, the channel owner is called Lynn. She originates from Sweden, so her accent is, uh, is still quite quite strong, but, but I find it quite nice, actually. She makes a wide variety of projects. She works in wood, but also will turn her hand to sewing, making things out of leather. She particularly good at electronic devices she likes making various forms of lighting based around led strips and and that type of thing inside wood wooden devices um so she's i like her from the looking at the sort of craft angle of making things fairly recent person to appear on youtube i think is a guy called marius hornberger from germany and he's um, he, 
I'm not sure if he's only appeared or whether I've just only caught up with him recently. He's he's only 21 and he's currently at, at university studying engineering. But he's a he's an excellent engineer and problem solver, and he he documents what he's doing as he makes um, wooden things and and he's basically building his own equipment for his workshop and and tools for his workshop as well. A lot of his constructions are influenced by uh, Matthias. Uh, Wandel that I mentioned earlier, but he's he's definitely somebody to watch. He also makes some excellent videos and has got quite a sense of humour. Another person I've recently started to follow is is called Laura Kampf. She's based in Germany in Cologne, Cologne, as we say, and um, she's only been on YouTube since last year, 2015, and I haven't been subscribed to her very long. I only discovered her in the past few months. She makes a lot of really interesting projects which embody all sorts of design and artistic approaches and she seems to be able to handle any sort of construction. Uh, she's, she welds like there's no tomorrow, which I'm very jealous of. seems to be able to make all manner of wooden things and, and so on. Definitely worth a check to see whether you, you like what she's doing. I think she has she's gr- her following has grown enormously in the past maybe year. Another channel... That I that that's I've only started to watch relatively recently is called Get Hands Dirty. It's run by Cristiana, who's based in Portugal. She she did an FAQ recently, and mentioned that she was trained as a sculptor, but uh, because she wanted, as often the case, she wanted to solve problems of needing needing a desk, needing space, needing a bed and this sort of stuff in her apartment she turned to woodworking and what how did she find out how to do woodworking and stuff well she watched people on youtube of course so <laughs> it's a, it is the seem to the way to do it anyway she's really good and also i think her artistic training has meant that her video making skills are very good so she's well worth a, a look so finally in my youtube list is john heiss based in canada he um, is another person who makes devices machines he has um handmade devices in his in his workshop things like a, a router table and um sanding uh, table and, and that type of thing all of which he's made from um, motors he's picked up in various places and he's built a wooden structure around those types of things if you're interested in that and I, personally I am quite quite keen on the idea of building my own um, tools like that then he's he's got some very interesting solutions to, to the various problems he's got some other channels that where he he's actually refurbishing refurbishing his house and he uh, he, he shows what he's doing there but he, he uh, yeah check him out anyway he's he, he, he certainly has some very original and interesting approaches to things so finally i was gonna there are four podcasts related to to making that i thought i'd mention just in case they're of interest the first one is called brain pick and it's actually run by bob claggett who who uh, runs the i like to make stuff channel it what he started doing was he was doing an interview series on his youtube channel called brain pick and uh, i think it, it seemed probably more sensible to turn it into a, an audio thing, which uh, which is fine by by me, I have to say. So he's turned it into a podcast. It does seem to be on hiatus at the moment. It's been a 
been a while since he's put anything out on it, but I thought I'd mention it just in case he restarts it, because it's very interesting to hear him talking to various of the makers and to find out what makes them tick and so forth. The next one is Making It with Jimmy DeResta, Bob Claggett and David Picciuto. So these three YouTube guys get together to do a um, a podcast, and they're doing a weekly podcast. They talk about all manner of things... Uh, and in fact, they've recently met in Boston um, and with a lot of other makers um, for uh, for a, a, an event where they've been talking about the whole business of YouTube and making stuff and so on and so forth, which is pretty interesting, I thought. Anyway, one I've only started recently listening to, it's called the Reclaimed Audio Podcast. The three hosts also have YouTube uh, I am I'm following them, but I'm, I haven't put them in my list because I haven't been following them for very long. The hosts are Phil Pinsky, Tim Sway, and Bill Lutz. I haven't re- referenced them, but I'm sure you could find them if you're, if you're interested. It's an interesting and amusing podcast. It's always interesting to hear people of similar similar interests discussing their their interests. They mainly concentrate on stuff to do with reclaimed materials, so. Uh, that, that adds another interesting dimension. So the final podcast is called The Woodworking Podcast, and this is a fairly recent one, fairly new, I should say, and um, there are three hosts, all of whom I have mentioned in my YouTube list, who, who get together to, to talk about stuff. I think on a weekly basis, it might be more, uh, might be less frequently than that, two weeks maybe. So that that's that's worth a listen. I have listed the the details of all of these various YouTube channels and podcast feeds at the end of the notes in case you <laughs> you switched off from my, my ramble already. Okay, well, that's it. That's it. Uh, hope you found that interesting. Okay, bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.